Welcome to Her Natural Potential Podcast. This is the place where we help driven women get healthier, wealthier, and stronger. I'm your host, Nikki Quark, a registered holistic nutritionist and transformation coach, and I'm going to show you how to level up your nutrition, health, and mindset so you can start living life at your full potential. Hello, hello. Today we're going to be talking about your metabolism. Um, and I'm really pumped for this one because I'm going to share with you guys kind of three basic areas that you can focus on to really support your metabolism. So as you may know, I am a registered holistic nutritionist who also helps women with weight loss goals or fat loss goals or just overall body composition goals. And I often work with women who have been dieting for a really long time, who have tried diet after diet, who are restricting their calories, who are doing the HIIT training, who are doing the fasting, who have tried the keto, all of these different things. And they're frustrated because they aren't seeing the results that they're wanting. Even though they're working so hard, they're pushing themselves, they're restricting so many foods, restricting so many calories, and they just can't seem to get the number on the scale to budge or their body composition to change. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. So when it comes to your metabolism, we often can feel frustrated, especially as women, right? Women's metabolism seem to be quite a bit different than our male counterparts. And so I know for even myself, right? Like overall, like my husband can eat whatever the heck he wants, <laughs> he's constantly eating, and he can maintain a super lean physique and have abs like no problem. And he doesn't have to do all the crazy cardio or anything like that. And so there's been a lot that throughout like my competition preps and even my own weight loss journey and stuff that led me to sometimes feel very frustrated with my body and frustrated with my metabolism. And I know this is super common because we can often look at other people and this can go for our husbands or spouses or partners it could also go towards other people we know. If we are following certain fitness accounts, if we have friends that are leaner and they seem to be able to eat whatever they want, or we have no other people as well who just don't struggle with their weight, it can get super frustrating. And we can often look at ourselves and look at our body and be like, man, why does my metabolism suck so much? Why can I not lose this weight? Why is my metabolism broken? We can tell these things to ourselves. And I was guilty of that initially as well. And it's like, and the reason why I want to touch a base on this is because I work with a lot of women who are very frustrated and they feel like their body's constantly fighting them. And this adds to the frustration. This adds to being like hating our body, being frustrated with our body. And for sure, there is genetic factors that can influence your metabolism. But that being said, we also have a lot that we can do with our nutrition and our exercise and our lifestyle habits to really optimize our metabolism and our overall body composition. Now, another thing that I'm going to touch base on before we jump into these key areas to really support your metabolism is also just like the fact that like when we are working towards a weight loss goal, it looks very different than a fat loss goal. And a lot of women are working towards trying to get the number on the scale to decrease because they think, man, I have to lose weight. 
But in reality, what she, we should be striving for is an improvement in our overall body composition. And that means that sometimes we can look leaner by having more muscle mass and less body fat, but our weight may not necessarily change. So if you are striving towards a weight loss goal right now, ask yourself, is that really what you're after? Or are you actually wanting to improve your overall body composition? And the approach to overall body composition obviously looks a lot different than a weight loss goal, because this is where a lot of women will get stuck. They'll work towards a weight loss goal, thinking their metric of progress is to see that number on the scale decrease. And this leads to over-calorie restriction, over-dieting, really kind of over-fasting, over-detoxing, doing juice cleanses, doing extreme diets, doing keto right? Keto doesn't necessarily, if anything, like improve your overall body composition, but it often will lead to rapid weight loss in the very first week, not because you're dropping body fat right away, but because you're actually depleting your carbs and depleting your glycogen and you're dropping water. And so it may feel like you're making all of this progress because you're focusing too much on the weight. But in reality, what you should be focusing on is how do you actually feel and what is your actual body composition? And this again looks different. And that's where a lot of women need to shift from the weight loss goal into the fat loss goal and just be like, actually, I just want to improve my body composition. I want to have more lean muscle mass. I want to have more shape. I want to feel stronger. I want to have energy. And I don't want to have my body feeling like it needs to store all this excess fat and this body fat and not also resisting letting go and metabolizing that fat as well. So again, just pointing that out because it looks very different, the different approaches. If you're solely focusing on the weight loss, you can easily, very easily lose sight of all the other things that actually matter more. And that's why I want to share that reminder because this is what usually gets women stuck in this position where they are eating very low calorie, they are cutting out their carbs, they are running and doing cardio every single day, pushing themselves, trying to burn as many calories as they can. And it leads to a point where, yeah, maybe you'll lose a little bit of weight at first, but then you'll plateau because our metabolisms are very adaptable. They're flexible, they're adaptable, they're constantly changing. Your metabolism isn't this set in stone rate that is never changing. And there's all of these different factors that influence them. And one of the things, well, a couple of the things actually I'm going to share that really influence that is how much stress your body's under. If you're under eating for a really long time, right? If you're chronically dieting, your body's not going to be like, hey, I should actually like do more burning of calories and actually metabolize things more. And then I'll just deplete myself more. Your body's not going to be thinking that. Your body's going to be like, hey, shit, I don't have enough fuel. I don't have enough energy. I don't know when I'm going to get fueled up next. So I'm going to adapt and I'm going to seize reproductive functions like your period. This is where a lot of women will run into amenorrhea right? They miss their period, lack of their cycle because their body is like, whoa, I'm not going to burn excess calories and burn excess energy. I'm going to actually try to conserve as much energy as possible. 
This is again, also where your metabolism adapts and it slows down, right? And this is where it's going to stop signaling to your thyroid as much and being like, hey, yeah, increase metabolic rate and let's burn more calories. Let's burn all the limited fuel we have. No, it's going to be like, hey, slow it down. Stop signaling the thyroid to increase your metabolic rate and burn more calories. You're going to slow things down and it's going to adapt so it can conserve as much energy as possible. It's also why oftentimes if you're chronically dieting for a prolonged period of time, under eating, over exercising in this massive extreme calorie deficit and your body is under a lot of stress, you may run into the issue where now you burn out. And then you binge and then you put on a ton of weight really quickly. This again is a very common scenario, especially with competitors. Oftentimes, a lot of competitors, bikini competitors as well, they will rebound because if their like process and their prep is too extreme, they're not refeeding properly. They're not including carbs. They're pushing too, too hard for too long, of, like for a prolonged period of time because they're trying to lean out. They're doing excess cardio, overtraining, pushing themselves. Their body is under stress. Now their metabolism downregulates and their overall like basal metabolic rate decreases and their metabolism decreases because their body's trying to conserve as much as possible. Now show day comes. <laughs> and everybody's like, man, I don't have to be in prep anymore. I can eat all the things. This is exactly why I always work with all of my clients, A, making sure we support their body through the process of prep and making sure even before we start the prep that their body is in a good spot, their metabolism is a good spot, their body is in stress and their hormones are balanced. But also why I always do a reverse diet post-show where we gradually increase like calories, increase carbs, decrease cardio. We reverse a diet out of that into a more sustainable, maintainable spot and work to make sure we get the metabolism back to where it needs to be. <laughs> so we work to make sure that their metabolism is back to a proper healthy spot. Now, this scenario, this exact scenario that I'm talking about, which is a very specific, intentional, laid out that I work with my clients on and that a lot of competitors go through, right? A lot of the competitors, like, again, I try to my best to support my clients, but again, I don't speak for a lot of other coaches and a lot of, a lot of processes out there. But oftentimes, a lot of other competitors, and also that being said, a key reason why I wanted to do what I do and I built my business and I wanted to prep clients and I wanted to become a registered holistic nutritionist was because I heard all of these stories of other women and their these extremes and coming out of competition preps with more issues. And it's like my process through competition was from competing was so rewarding. It meant so much to me. I learned so much to me. It was such a positive experience. And it broke my heart hearing these stories of other women. They're like, man, I have all of these issues now. And then I was like, you know what? I want to make sure that I give women an opportunity to compete, to have that positive experience, but not have to sacrifice their health through that process. And that's what got me into coaching initially. So 
little side story. And again, why I'm so passionate about this, because it makes a world of difference. And even for myself, my own journey, when I first, first started trying to lose weight, when I had that goal in like 20, I would say like 2013 or something, it was a long time ago. I remember approaching it completely wrong, so wrong. And it didn't benefit me. It made things worse. It made it more of a struggle and it negatively impacted my health. And so that's why, again, I want to share with you this because these are things that are important. And so many times, like the scenario, as I mentioned, with the competition prep scenario, diet hard to an extreme, be in a calorie deficit. And then afterwards, show day happens and then they just eat everything. This cycle, this cycle of that a lot of competitors go through where they end up like have that post-show rebound is the exact same scenario that a lot of everyday, just normal women are doing to themselves through chronic dieting, through yo-yo dieting and trying fad diet after fad diet, trying all of these extremes. And we as competitors know that it's not very good. That's why we always do a reverse diet. And I see this exact same scenario, this exact same cycle with everyday women. And do you want to know the frustrating part about this? If you put your body in a state where it is stressed out, it is deep down regulated your metabolism, it is trying to conserve energy, your thyroid isn't functioning optimally, and you're dieting, you're dieting, you're dieting, and then all of a sudden you binge. What do you think your body's going to do with all that excess energy? You just starved it for weeks or months. It's going to hold on to as much as possible. It's going to store all of that excess as body fat. And there are studies even, right? Like I'm not going to go deep dive into all of the details and stuff because again, like I just know of the studies. I've seen the studies, but I can't recite everything word for word. So I'm not going to give details. But there are studies that actually show that your body will actually, depending on the extremes of it, will actually create more fat cells to increase your body's ability to hold on to and store body fat, which is energy. And so these women are chronically dieting and they're going to these extremes and they're yo-yo dieting and all it's doing, and because they get hit this wall because it's so extreme, it's unsustainable. They hit this wall, they binge, they overeat, they rebound, their body stores more fat. Now they have more fat to lose and it's going to be harder. And this is why when you diet over and over again and yo-yo dieters in general, they find it harder and harder to lose weight. And every single time they try a new diet, they have more and more weight to lose. And it all comes down to understanding how your metabolism works. And unfortunately, we're not really told much in school. A lot of us don't really know much about how the metabolism works. And even for myself, this is crazy, but like for me, right? Like this is my career. This is what I do. Like talking about hormones, talking about gut health, talking about metabolism, all of these different things, right? Like I don't even think about it because it's like, it's literally what I do every single day. But I've literally been told by people and like some people are like, what, what, what is the metabolism? What the heck is the thyroid? Like nobody knows anything about hormones. Like, like in general, like if you look at the entire population, there's so much we don't even know about 
the metabolism, how the body functions, our hormones, right? All of these things, which are so important because they literally impact us on a a second by second basis. They impact our entire lives. Yet none of this is taught in school. We're not shared anything of this. And so again, big reason why I'm so passionate about what I do because it's like little things like this can make a world of difference. And I see it time and time again, women go diet after diet after diet and they're struggling and it's hard and they hate their body and they're frustrated and they have, they feel like their metabolism is broken. And there's a lot that we can do to support our body, to feel a lot better, to stop this frustration and to finally move forward in our life. Now, as promised, three basic areas that you can really focus on with actually improving your metabolism. And first one, as I talked about, (laughs) is nourish your body. Eat enough. Stop going for 1,200 calories a day. Freaking toddler needs that much. You're not a toddler. And you're doing stuff. And you're training. And you're exercising. And you're running errand to errand. Make sure you're eating enough. Calories aren't the devil. Carbs aren't the devil. Understand how to provide proper nourishment to your body from quality sources and balance out your diet so that it's optimal. But stop fearing calories. Stop fearing carbs. Like I have many clients that are eating and having a lean physique with 2,000 calories or more. Because they're also training, because they're also exercising, because they also have like active lives and in general, right? Like if you're weight training and you're like exercising, like you should not be eating 1200 calories. Like you're going to feel burnt out. And again, so many (laughs) women, they're like, man, why am I so tired? Tell you why you're tired. You're not eating anything. (laughs) You cut out carbs for the last three weeks trying to lose weight. (laughs) No wonder you're tired. So key, key area to really focus on is ask yourself, like, am I nourishing my body or am I dieting and restricting constantly? And really make sure that you are eating enough calories, you are eating enough carbs, and you're fueling your body properly. Because this is, again, where we can run into so many issues if we're chronically under eating and over-restricting and in this major calorie deficit and setting these unrealistic expectations on ourselves to eat 1,200 calories or less a day. So really make sure you're nourishing your body properly first. This is going to be key to supporting your metabolism. It's also going to be key to nourishing your body because remember, food is not just fuel, it's nutrients. So if you're under-eating, over-restricting, you're also probably not providing your body with adequate amounts of nutrients. So you'll run into all of these other nutritional deficiencies. This can also affect so many systems in your body, including your thyroid. So pay attention to that. Now, area number two, build muscle. Stop running so much. Stop doing the crazy HIIT training or the crazy Peloton exercises that are just burning as many calories as possible. If it's not working, it's not working. Try something new. And you will be amazed how much better you can feel from incorporating regular resistance training. Sure, you're not going to sweat as much. You're not going to burn as many calories in a session. 
but it's going to be better for you long-term. Building lean muscle mass is going to be beneficial because not only does it help you look leaner because you're also going to have more shape, right? You're not going to end up with this skinny fat scenario, but you're going to have more shape. And a lot of women actually love their body so much more at a heavier weight with more muscle versus at a lower weight without any muscle. You don't get the shape that you're wanting and you don't get the definition. You don't get the look, the physique that you're actually craving. And so it's actually building muscle that's going to get you there, not constantly doing cardio in this major calorie deficit. And again, you'll be surprised how much better you will feel, how much more you'll like your body, and also how much more sustainable it's going to be. Because the other amazing thing about building muscle is that now you're actually increasing your basal metabolic rate. So for your body to actually just maintain muscle mass, it go, burns more calories. So you're going to notice that you can actually eat more and maintain that level, that physique that you're looking for. As long as you're continuously giving that stimulation to your body, being like, hey, I need to keep this muscle. So it's going to do that. And so this is where you can have a leaner physique and less body fat while also being able to eat more. So you're not going to have to be in this constant restriction all the time in this low calorie state in order to maintain that body composition. Does that sound amazing? Now, number three, (laughs) this one's going to be easier said than done, but it's really important. And it's to stop stressing so much about the number on the scale, about how many calories are in your food, about how many calories you burnt that day, all of those things. Because it is often more detrimental than beneficial. There is a degree of being intentional and aware and disciplined and motivated. And then there is also stressing out about it beating yourself out about it, like having it engulf your entire day-to-day and really kind of just making you feel like garbage mentally all the time. And we can often get stuck in this other cycle where, as I mentioned about that kind of binge restrict cycle that is actually going to negatively impact our metabolism, we can get stuck in this scenario because we also will over-restrict, stress ourselves out, burn out, and then we'll hit that fuck it button (laughs) and then we'll binge. And then We feel guilty and we're stressed out more and we beat ourselves up. And now we were like, well, fuck, I have to counteract the stupid binge I had. Now I'm going to restrict my calories even more. And I'm going to spend two hours on the treadmill. You're creating a binge restrict cycle and you're creating a hole (laughs) for yourself that is going to be really hard to get out of. So this ties into my conversation the other day as well, where It's like when we start making healthier choices and decisions and like do healthier habits out of a place of love, it becomes a lot more enjoyable, becomes a lot less stressful, and 
it's going to be a lot more sustainable for us because we're actually going to enjoy that process and want to do the things that we need to do. So always come into your habits out of a place of love. Stop stressing about it. Don't beat yourself up about certain things. If you have a birthday dinner and you have a piece of cake, that's fine. Move on. This doesn't mean that you have to do a 24-hour fast the next day or you have to spend $300 on this crazy detox kit. Like chill. If we relax and we just look for those healthier options and we just move our body more and we lift weights more and we pay attention to how what the quality of the foods that we're eating and really come into every single choice from this place of love versus hating ourselves and being mad at ourselves and being frustrated at ourselves. We're just going to make more aligned choices and it's going to become a lot easier. And the other big thing about stress that you have to realize, a lot of people don't even think about stress or stress management or the stress that they put their body under day to day. But this stress has a physical effect on your entire body. It can affect your digestion. It can affect your cravings. It can affect your energy levels. It can affect your sleep. It can affect your cortisol and your adrenals. All of these things play into your hormones. They can affect your thyroid. And therefore, too, they can affect your metabolism. So pay attention to your stress. Because if you're struggling with your weight, stress is likely a, like a part of that and should be a part of your approach as well. And addressing that, fixing it, getting your body and your mind back in balance is how we can really kind of get our hormones and our endocrine system and our thyroid and our metabolism all functioning optimally and where we can make little changes (laughs) with our nutrition and our exercise and actually get our body to respond and get a result. Oftentimes, a lack of response from the body and that resistance that you feel is Oftentimes, something that the body needs some support on. So as I said, the metabolism is constantly working. It's constantly functioning. If you feel resistance, even though you're in a calorie deficit, even though you're moving more, right, your body might be be needing some support. So really pay attention to that stuff. And we at Nixon Nutrition, again, are all about sustainability. We want to help you get results and actually maintain them and actually be able to set goal after goal after goal, not be losing the same 5, 10, 15 pounds over and over and over again. And I know this is not what you want to hear (laughs) because we would all love rapid results in one week or less, but working on your metabolism fixing your hormones, balancing your body, addressing certain root causes or issues, or even like root causes in terms of your mindset and relationship with food and stuff or stress coping mechanisms. These things take time. So it's not going to be this quick fix. It's not going to be this overnight process, but it's going to be how you can finally move forward and where you can actually feel energized and actually feel strong and actually feel motivated to stay consistent with those healthier habits. 
So always look for a approach that looks like that. Always look for an approach that actually makes you feel good mentally and physically. This is going to look person to person, but we often look for approach that gets the number on the scale to move as quick, as quick as possible when that shouldn't be the focus. The focus should be, how do I make my body feel better? How do I reduce stress in my life? How do I feel more energized? Those should be what we look for in looking for an approach, not how quickly can I lose this weight? So I'm going to end it at that. Hopefully you found that was helpful. Make sure you're nourishing your body enough. Make sure you're focusing on resistance training and build some lean muscle mass. Focus on the weights more than the cardio. And then, of course, stop stressing so much. Really pay attention to your stress levels. Really pay attention to the stress that you're putting your body under. These things can have an impact on your metabolism. So all of these components are the basics, the key fundamentals of really supporting your metabolism. And, of course, there's so much more to you. Like, I'm not going to get into the deep kind of processes of the metabolism or dive into hormones too much. But like, if you're not doing these things, don't focus on the other things yet. These are the basics. Make sure you're eating enough. Make sure you're including quality carbohydrates in your diet, enough calories, have enough protein, have enough healthy fats. Make sure you're building muscle, right? Your resistance training, maybe decrease your amount of cardio. A lot of our clients They're focusing on four or five weight training exercises, some of them just doing it at home, and then daily walks. We don't do much cardio. (laughs) Our our competitors are the ones where we'll kind of start doing more cardio and stuff. But for the most part, like weights and walking are going to be the most beneficial for your hormones and your metabolism and can help you still lose weight and drop body fat. So don't always think that it has to be with how much like how much you need to sweat or how much cardio or calories you need to burn. So focus on building muscle. It's really going to support your metabolism. It's going to help you lose body fat while being able to eat more. And that's the ultimate goal. We don't want to have to feel restricted. We want to have that flexibility and that freedom with our nutrition where we don't have this tiny, tiny little target 1200 calories. Like, that's like two meals for me. (laughs) I'm six. (laughs) So, um, you can eat a lot and you can maintain a lower body fat. So, anyways, um, take care of yourself. Focus on those basics. Focus on nourishing your body. Focus on building muscle. Focus on not stressing so much and see how your body responds. And if you need any further help, you know how to reach me. My inbox is always open. You can shoot me a message um, and I'd love to be able to help you finally reach your goals and overcome whatever struggles you're facing because when we can actually work with the body, the journey gets so much better. That's all we got for this episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. One thing that really helps this podcast and other women who have yet to join us is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you tune in to listen. Please share with anybody you think might enjoy it. And also make sure to connect with me on Instagram at Nikki Park. Until next time.